Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Hey, thanks for tuning in. You, uh, you can call the Moist Line. Uh, you know, we don't take a lot of listener calls live on the air. But you can always leave a Moist Line message. And then we play back a whole bunch of them. So if everybody, we get it all at once. You know, so we flush it all. Uh, you can leave a message on the iHeartRadio app using the little microphone for the talkback feature. Or you can call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Well, they had another committee hearing today in Washington where uh, the Republicans yelled at uh, the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for the border disaster with the hundreds of thousands of illegal yeah, aliens. Yeah, the, the whole budget thing, the House Appropriations Subcommittee on Homeland Security, and he appeared before them. Republicans went after him, but you know, we played the audio earlier in the show where he had the nerve to say that they have effectively managed the border situation, calling it chaotic <laughs> when they came in from Trump's administration. And I, you, you know, there's a big fight over whether to keep Title 42, which is the COVID health policy that's blocking a lot of illegal immigrants, maybe hundreds of thousands from, uh, from coming over the border. Then you have the Remain in Mexico policy from Trump that Biden uh, wants, wants to uh, reverse as well. So that asylum seekers won't have to stay in Mexico. 
before coming here. Uh, let's get uh, now Brandon Judge, the president of the National Border Patrol Council, because he's obviously in the middle of all this. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing well, and you? We're good. We're good. good here. Now, there's a story that just came out which uh, which, which says that you, you think that Alejandro Mayorkas actually wants to solve the border crisis, but Biden is undercutting him. Is that true? We just got this printed out by Fox News a few minutes ago. Yeah, let me uh, – uh, obviously, television interviews are very short, and I, I'll be the first to admit I did not make my point very well. I was asked if he should be impeached. I said he should be impeached. Um, and then I went on to, to explain um, – I went on to try to explain the reason why I thought he should be impeached. Um, this individual knows better than anybody what needs to happen, and, he ha- and he's failed to implement it. Um, regardless of what he does behind the scenes, and he does want to end it, um, and he's working behind the scenes to end it, but uh, he hasn't ended it. He, it. The responsibility lies with him. And if he's going to come out and he's going to make uh, – and he's going to spew political talking points – then it's on him. It doesn't matter what he does behind closed doors if he doesn't tell the American public um, the truth. If he doesn't come out and, and, and say everything that needs to happen, then he should be held accountable. That's what needs to happen. So you think he's telling Biden and other administration officials that we got to change course? I know he is. Um, the problem is, is this White House is filled with um, open border activists. Um, just look at the political appointees. That exist in DHS. You're talking about um, um, people that come from um, activism backgrounds. Um, they want an open border, and, and so he's been surrounded with an awful lot of uh, of, of bad people. Uh, look look at his history when he was under the uh, the Obama administration. The first four years of President Obama, they were not bad as far as border security goes. They weren't great, but they weren't bad. His last four years were horrendous. He was a um, um, lame duck president, and lame duck presidents, that's when you actually see their true colors. You get to see what they actually want to do when they're not worried about running again for re-election. And President Obama, his, his last four years, they were horrendous. Um, but if you look at when Secretary um, when he was there with Jay Johnson, he was the deputy secretary, and his policies were not bad. Um, this individual knows what needs to be done. I do believe that he's fighting behind the scenes, but he's not getting it done. And if he's not getting it done and he's going to go out, he's going to tell the Amer- – and he's going to um, parrot uh, talking points, political talking points, he must be held accountable. How do these guys do it? They go out on a national stage before a uh, House committee – it's all over the TV news and just lies, just says the opposite of what he believes, the opposite of the truth of what needs to be done. I, I, I mean, it, it must be a galling for someone like you. Well, it, it is. It's extremely galling. But we see this throughout the federal government. I mean, all you have to do is, is, is look at our chief patrol agents. Um, we've got a particular chief patrol agent was, that was hailed as being um, very conservative. And he was. Under President Trump, he was very conservative. But wasn't, once President Biden took office, all of a sudden he did everything they could to keep his job, um, set us on this, this path. Um, but once he got fired, then he became a martyr, and, and everybody made him look good at, at that point. That's the problem with our government today. Our government today is not about what's right and what's best for the American public. Our government today is what's right and what's best for them personally. Um, and Secretary Marcus personally um, he parrots uh, political talking points, knowing darn good and well that DHS secretaries don't last um, a full term. We've never had a DHS secretary that has lasted a, a full presidential term. Um, they go out within a couple of years, and then they go out into the private sector, and they make an awful lot of money. 
Um, but they have to parrot those talking points in order to make money. So our government is completely broken from the standpoint that people care more about their careers, more about what is in it for them than they do the American public. And our government was not set up originally to be that way. Apparently today he also said that just some Border Patrol agents are not happy with the ending of Title 42. Would you kind of <laughs> so, some? Well, yeah. I, I am an agent myself. Um, it, you know, we're, we're a union. Uh, like unions, don't like unions. All, all law enforcement have unions. Uh, the vast majority of us are very, very vast majority of unions are very conservative. Um, when you look at my organization, 90% of all Border Patrol agents are voluntary dues-paying members of the, MVP, of the National Border Patrol Council. The largest union, as far as percentage goes, in, in the entire uh, nation is, as, as the federal government goes. I can personally tell you, and I would be kicked out of office if I didn't tell you the truth, that is not true. The vast majority of Border Patrol agents want Title 42 to stay. We recognize that the moment you get rid of Title 42, it's going to pull more of our resources out of the field. It's going to create more gaps in our coverage, and it's going to allow the cartels to exploit even more of the territory that they've already um, claimed. We've got to keep Title 42 until an actual plan is in place. And that, again, is the problem with the White House. They, they announced the ending of Title 42, but they don't announce any plan that's going to take its place um, in order for us to secure the border. It's, it's completely backwards. They constantly put the cart before the horse. And, no, go ahead. Uh, well, what do you think the reason is this many migrants have been coming here for the past year? You think it is because they find out that we have a new president and he's repe repealing a lot of the Trump policies? It's all about it's all about what we call catch and release. That is the magnet that draws people to cross our borders. Everybody's intention, they want to make it into the United States. That's their purpose for crossing the border. Anytime we reward them, when they cross the border illegally, we take them into custody, we arrest them, we then process them, and we release them into the United States rather than holding them pending their their asylum or deportation proceeding. They understand the game. They know how to um, um, exploit the loopholes and the criminal cartels. They're advertising their services around the entire world, telling all of these people, all you have to do is pay me several thousands of dollars. I'll get to the border. Even when you get arrested, you're going to get released into the United States. And by the way, you never have to show up to your court appearance again because you're never, nobody's ever going to go after you. How do they advertise um, their service? How do they advertise their services? Social media. Social media, it's, it's the same way. It's the same way any business advertises their services here in the United States. Um, they have um, – these are – these criminal organizations, these transnational criminal organizations, whether we like it, whether we don't like it, they're a business. They operate like a business. It's an illegal business. But it operates like a business. It knows that it has to generate a profit. So they use PR firms. They use the same thing that a legitimate business here in the United States would use in order to advertise their services. They're very good at it. They're very good at what they do. They're very good at exploiting our loopholes, and it's a multi-billion dollar industry. All right, Brandon Judd, thanks for coming on and talking to us again. We appreciate hearing from you. Anytime. All right. Thank All you. Right. Brandon John is president of the National Border Patrol Council. That's the union for Border Patrol agents giving us his take on this Mayorkas guy. He's right, though. The Homeland Security secretaries don't last. How many did Trump have? Three, four? I just it's just astonishing how they do it.
So he's saying Mayorkas knows he's telling a big load of uh, horse crap right. to the public and to the committee that he knows everything. And of course he must know. That's what I keep saying. It's like they're not this stupid. They're not this delusional. They they want this to happen on purpose. And these little uh, peons like Mayorkas just wants to keep his job. So well, he mean, just says whatever the puppet master tells him to say. All right, more coming God, up. they're horrible people. John and Ken Kath, I see these uh, celebrity defamation trials are everywhere in the news. I mean, I don't really want to spend a lot of time on them. One is Johnny Depp versus his former girlfriend, Amber Heard. Her wife, yeah, was it? A lovely I, couple. Uh, yeah, he's suing her for defamation. And uh, then there's the Kardashians <laughs> against... Uh, a woman who says that her career was derailed by them. But what I didn't know, I was just looking at one of the stories, is that this woman, Amber Heard, is mm-hmm. involved in the Johnny Depp defamation case. Yeah. Do you know who she went to after she left Johnny Depp in 2016? No. Elon Musk. Wow. She knows how to pick him. <laughs> she dated Elon Musk. <laughs> didn't last long. <laughs> Yeah, One of the she's, uh, stories uh, shocking the world today, really, uh, comes from Wisconsin, where a 14-year-old has been charged with murdering his 10-year-old cousin. Very awful and bizarre story. The little girl's name is Lily Peters. She had apparently uh, spent the day at her aunt's house. And again, this boy is her cousin. They're not naming him because he's underage, but... Uh, he started to walk her, I guess, home after the day was ending. She never made it there because uh, he ended up uh, punching her in the stomach, knocked her to the ground, strangled her to the point of death, and then sexually assaulted her. He got bail, which is weird, although I guess because he's 14, I he got $1 million bail from a judge today. Uh, the parents reported her missing when she didn't return home, and they eventually found a bicycle on a hiking trail behind her aunt's house. And then her body was found on Monday in a wooded area just off a footpath and less than half a mile from the home she shared with her parents' father, mother, and her brother, Dylan. Um, but you talk about somebody just born evil. A yeah, but what's... A 14-year-old kills a 10-year-old. What's the story of the first 14 years of his life? They trusted him to walk the girl home. That yeah, means I, there was nothing that would make them uncomfortable with, about with his him. Behavior, you mean? But like this just happened. Like is entirely normal, and just in that was he moment, an animal torturer, or one of those kids that did some things that were questionable. Or <laughs> everything I've that read could of, lead up to taking a human life. Yeah, you wonder that. Everything I've read about sociopaths and psychopaths is you can, if you if you know what you're looking at, you can see it when they're five. Because it's an actual brain condition. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, the structure of of a psychopath is uh, different. Their brain structure is different than someone who has a normal conscience and normal control. Right. I mean, I, I there was there was a guy. I think I interviewed him alone. You might have been off that day. He was a UC Irvine professor, and he actually was doing research on on sociopaths, right? And 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 sociopaths uh, don't have a conscience. You know, they, they, they can, and, and most of the time it's, it's social crimes they commit. Psychopaths actually enjoy hurting people, like even physically hurting people. 
They get they get pleasure out of it. But a sociopath can do whatever they want and it just rolls right. You can't shame them. You can't you know lecture them. Nothing. So he 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 was doing uh, uh, research on um, scanning people's brains, and he was able to pick out the sociopaths just by looking at the scans by identifying the characteristics of their brain development. One of the slides. He picked up and he goes, okay, that's a sociopath. He then flipped it over because the name of the person was on the back, and it was his own slide. He had put his own slide in there just for, you know, just to do it, right? Yeah. And he discovered that he had the brain structure of a sociopath. And he called, he got a sick feeling, and he called his mom, and his mom said, oh, yeah, I've known that since you were little. And he started looking at his life and realizing all the callous, rude things he's done and the manipulation he's done. And he didn't kill anybody or anything, but he just really was uh, an unpleasant a-hole for much of his life. And he realized he had the brain structure. Well, so do you, I imagine. Do you look at your brain? (laughs) What? Well, I'd like to see what's in my brain. Is that unreasonable, Death no. Mark, to ask no. that question? No, I think that's a very reasonable question. It can be rather uh, uncaring. And, yeah. Uh, this 14-year-old boy admitted it was his intention to break and kill the little girl from the get-go as they left the house and walked down the street together. Well, he, so, must, he must have those urges for years then. I'm going to think he has. I mean, this is his cousin, too, a relative. He didn't pick a stranger out. So maybe there was something personal that really made him snap that I just want to take her life. He must have acted out before. Like you said, he must have tortured a cat or a dog or something. Yeah, I think the way that works is if you have a kid that's abusing, torturing animals, that's going to be a bad person. But I don't think that everybody uh, that kills children has tortured animals. You see what I'm saying? I don't right. think it works like that necessarily. So, But there's probably something. Oh, I, I, was... there has to be. So should we all get this brain scan to see who has to be watched for what? the rest of their lives? Or... Well, I'll, I'll do the brain scan if you do the brain scan. There's gonna, they're going to they're gonna find a few loose wires in yours, too. <laughs> loose wires? And Deborah, I don't know if they'll find anything. I... <laughs> what? Wow. Ooh. They'll find like a bigger shot. They'll find kale. <laughs> An avocado. <laughs> She's got an avocado brain. No, I mean if they'll find anything, um, uh, oh, you know, suspicious. Oh, okay. Abnormal. Thank you for clarifying Abnormal. That. That's what Unusual. I meant. <laughs> Worth charting and researching. Let's further. do it. Let's all get a brain scan. <laughs> yeah, when we find out we're all so, oh so bad. And then we all kill each other. <laughs> and not care. <laughs> That's all right. Wi-Fi's giving us all dementia anyway. What do we care? <laughs> Wouldn't that dampen your... Uh, Sociopathic impulsive with all the Wi-Fi hitting your brain, you're uh, just going to be demented. Oh, dementia? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Then, then you could do bad things and not even remember it. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny can't care if I Deborah got an email from somebody uh, who had. Yeah, a, I heard uh, you say this. Had a, yes, almost. I could have. What did you do? Turn on the mic? Because I heard you yeah. say you should read that on the air. I just yeah. texted Eric to say, well, how did that happen? <laughs> it happened because I turned the microphone on. That's how it happened. Oh. Instead of turning on the There's internal. There's your bubble comedy. fingers. I talk about. Oh, well, I thought the microphone is off when I'm not on the air. I didn't know it was on. You have that button right in front of you that uh, kind of dictates that you also have a separate pot that has 
the talkback features that uh-huh. don't turn on your mic to go over the uh, air. I know. So, yeah. Eric, you hear when we talk about you? No, no, no. I can't hear that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what she's terrified of. <laughs> right, what's this? Uh, an okay. email? It's, uh, I got this little note on Instagram from a listener. It says, I would wager money that Ken is more likely a sociopath than John. Ken used to be an accountant. That should tell you something. Smiley there you face. go. Here, here. It was written by John. <laughs> Who enjoys these stereotypes? Stereotypes are there for a reason. My dad's an so accountant. So let me by see. The if way. we take all the guys in prison for a sociopathic murder, they're all accountants. Is that all, what we learned from this? Many of them are. Yes, you didn't know. Many of them are. <laughs> Disproportionate number. All right. This breaking news brief is completely unverified and probably false. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. It's coming up from a completely unreliable source. But Trump is going to have a rally soon. Yeah. And right after that, he's going to go talk to Putin and figure this out. There you go. <laughs> oh, I believe that's possible. I would think so, too. You would think he's the kind of guy that would say, uh, you know, this will really make a splash for 2024. I'm going to go over to Russia and talk to Putin directly and uh, take care of this Ukraine thing. I could Wouldn't that fix be wild it. if oh, he did? I could see he's got the ego to think he can do that. But I, I don't know if that, that might violate the law. Well, we're not officially at war with Russia. <sighs> no, I know, but still, we are supplying. We're not officially at war, but we are at war. Is there a travel ban to Russia? Do we have one? Or? No, but there's something about, about people going and negotiating with foreign governments without... Our government's oh, approval. Authority, right? That, and there was a case like that some years ago, and I can't, I can't think of the details. Yeah, something like acting as a foreign agent, or acting yeah, right, as a, exactly. Where some, yeah. some, some of former official our government stuck. What does he care about the rules, right? No, he doesn't. Oh, I could see him doing that absolutely, and then, and then taking credit if he somehow got uh, Putin to uh, withdraw in any way. Now, we move over to the funny pages on the John and Ken Show. And for funny, we go to Fauci, who said the other day when asked, this is the PBS NewsHour, how close are we to the end of the pandemic? His response was, well, we are certainly right now in this country out of the pandemic phase. Namely, we don't have 900,000 new infections a day. And he went on with the stats. Well, 24 hours later, he walked that back. <laughs> oh, wait, it's not over. It's wait, not over. If I say it's over, then uh, we lose all our power and control. The, you want to hear the new line? What? We are in a different moment of the pandemic. A different moment? A different moment. Oh, shut up. This by no means means the pandemic is over. <laughs> I've turned him into Gilbert Gottfried, haven't I? <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Can we, uh, to show floor. you how cautious he is. He will not attend the White House Correspondents' Dinner because of Good. COVID risk. Good. I, I, the first time in a couple of years they've had the dinner in person. What is this? The reporters, right, or something that come and yes, people make jokes and roast people and right. Do you think anybody will make dementia jokes about Biden? <laughs> no. Who would have the guts to do that? Because they're all left wingers there. If I was a speaker, the first thing I'd do is I'd walk up there and I'd do that phantom handshake thing that Biden did. <laughs> I'd start turning and looking and then. That would, wouldn't that get a good laugh? You'd well, laugh. You, I can I'll, hear you already. Oh, right? absolutely. I would, sure. Wow. But no, uh, no, all the left-wing comedians would be too timid to do that. And the other reason we're talking about Fauci is really the biggest reason, because apparently, you know what happened a week or so ago? We had this judge in Florida, a U.S. district judge by the name of Catherine Mizell, 
who said that the masks on the planes, public transportation, she struck it down, right? Mm -hmm. And now there's an appeal over it. We'll see what happens. He didn't like that. He doesn't believe that the court should intervene in these kinds of public health matters. This And the response was, are you kidding me? Well, this is what I've been talking about. He doesn't think. He doesn't think they have the expertise or the knowledge to be involved in these kinds of decisions. That's not the issue. It was a legal question. And it's the question that we've talked about from day one. How long can politicians or bureaucrats extend restrictions just because they declare an emergency? What if the emergency doesn't exist anymore? Or what if it never existed? Do we still have to live under their restrictions? No, there always has to be a place you can go and, to for recourse. And, and that's usually the courts. Yeah, and that's the thing. She you can't just, have anybody, particularly in government, who can make a decision and say, nope, this can't go to court. Sorry. No, because she she was was giving you a legal answer. Whether you agree with it or disagree with it is irrelevant. Right. It was a legal question whether <clears throat> the CDC could have the power to do this. Not whether you should wear a mask or not on a plane. That is not her area of expertise. But she wasn't making that determination. She was making the determination whether the CDC has the power to do it. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people in this field, particularly in the medical and scientific field, who feel like we, uh, the courts can't know what we know. So there should be no interference, legally or otherwise, about... Right. So, right. So they, this is what he said. It's a bad precedent when decisions about public health issues are made by people who don't have experience or expertise in public health. See, the Constitution leaves states with the primary responsibility to address public health threats. They, the, have, the, they have the police power to enforce it. Right. The federal government was never given that. If you remember, Trump did not shut down America, right? Because he, he's not allowed to by the Constitution. Neither did Biden. No president has the power to do that. The federal government can't tell the states what to do. Now, the states can do it, which is why Newsom had those absurd lockdowns that dragged on for so long because he's allowed to. Right. And well, even and, and what we had is judges being very deferential to Newsom and not challenging whether we had an emergency or whether the emergency was that serious to uh, account for this kind of lockdown. And the thing, and Fauci even said this when he came on our show over two years ago, he goes, I, I'm a doctor. I specialize in infectious disease. I can't be thinking about the effect on the economy and people's rights, but that all has to be in the mix. That's why you need the courts. Right. You, you can't just have this completely looked at through the lens of a medical expert and how to contain an infectious disease because there's so many other elements to this that affected everybody's life. And that's why you do need politicians to decide it because their job is to take into account the needs of the public, school children, the economy, business owners, and the medical question. You got to synthesize all of that. And if you're intelligent, and we we you know we have a dope running California, but if you had an intelligent guy, he would say, okay, we're not going to shut everything down forever because too much damage is going to be caused, and a lot of damage was caused that was unnecessary because he didn't factor enough in. Uh, what 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 the the other the other important aspects of a shutdown? He j he just sided way too heavily with the health department. 
All right. When we come back, if you are going to be flying this summer and you are going to be flying on a foreign airline, you might want to check on something first. He'll tell you what it is next. Well, that's right. The NFL draft <laughs> is tomorrow. It's such a... You taking the day off? It's dull this year. I just don't... I'm not into... I mean, there have been years when they have all these quarterbacks that everybody wants. It doesn't look that way this time. So. No? No. But my Jets have several picks early on, so... What, what good will that do? It doesn't do any good. You're right. They're jinxed. Um... <laughs> You might want to check if you are flying on a foreign airline, let's say you're going to take a trip through Europe or some other part of the world, you might want to ask the question, and this is going to sound crazy, but there's a reason. Are pilots allowed to smoke in the cockpit? I just have this question for you, uh, because apparently this is what happened uh, with an Egypt airplane it went down in May of 2016. It was flying from Charles de Gaulle Airport to Cairo. It fell out of the sky between the Greek Isle of Crete and northern Egypt. Now, at first, the conclusion was terrorism. But then that didn't become the official report. Here we are years later, and France's Bureau of Inquiry and Analysis for Civil Aviation Safety has concluded that the pilot, Mohammed Syed, Mohammed Syed Shuker, was smoking in the cockpit and his cigarette ignited oxygen that was leaking from an oxygen mask in the cockpit. That's it, all it took. 56 passengers died, 10 crew members went down. This is a fascinating, a, a fascinating investigation over the years. Because it's, they recovered the black box, which was deep in the water near Greece. The U.S. Navy picked it up. And um, they, they analyzed that it, it was a fire on board. And then it took them several years before they decided that oxygen was leaking from the pilot's oxygen mask in the cockpit. Based on black box data that captured the sound of the oxygen hissing. Oh, how about that? The mask had been replaced just three days before by an Egypt Air maintenance worker, but the release valve was set to emergency position, which could lead to leaks. And at the time, Egypt Air pilots were allowed to smoke in the cockpit. They've changed. No longer, but it was the case in 2016, yes. So the onboard smoking, combined with the leaking oxygen, set the stage for the fire. See, I was thinking something even worse. The black box revealed the cockpit recording with, what did you do? Did you smoke? What that? <laughs> they like after the fire started, maybe yeah. they had a moment where they were like, do you think that there was oxygen leaking? Or so that's it, how they did the, that's how they concluded this, huh? So as late as 2016, you, a pilot could smoke on smoke Egypt in Air. in the cockpit? Yeah. Well, you know, most people get, workers get smoke breaks. They go outside. Well, I mean, they smoke, yeah, I mean, they smoked for decades in planes. I don't right. think any planes went down. Uh, apparently, this came from an Italian newspaper. Egypt refused to release its own report into the crash. Aha. Uh -huh. Well. Yeah. They think this is unfounded. Yeah, that's another government that doesn't tell the truth. <laughs> exactly right. Nobody tells the truth. Conway's here. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, we got a, uh, news on this water shortage, right? A water emergency. Six million Southern California residents are going to have to limit their outdoor watering to once every five years. Crazy. <laughs> no. Or a week. Or a week. Uh, one a week. I don't know. Uh, also, U.S. Uh, speeds up the, the phase 
phase out of the incandescent light bulbs in favor of the energy efficient ones. We talked about that a little last night. I still have some uh, incandescent light bulbs. You know, you know, the four pack for like two dollars. Yeah. And they and and the, the moment you turn them on, they're like a hundred and nine. You know, nine thousand degrees. You know, they heat the entire house up. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, eventually we all got in, used to the pigtails, and they covered the pigtails, and now we're all with the LEDs. You know. So we slowly we move in the right direction. It just don't like uh, giant leaps and bounds. <laughs> oh, I like the way you explain you your life philosophy. philosophy on this. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I like that. And then uh, I don't know, John. Are you watching uh, Winning Time? Are you watching the uh, the Lakers series? I, I haven't yet. No. All right. Have you seen it, Ken? I, I miss a lot of stuff. I have seen about half the episodes. Yes. Okay. Well, then I'll ask you. How many times in Magic Johnson's real life? And for people watching the show, you know what I mean. How many yeah. times in Magic Johnson's real life? Do you think he's out of the words, come on, Cook? <laughs> that is in there a lot. <laughs> and Cook is, uh, she became the wife, right? That's, That's right. girlfriend at the time. Yes. Yeah. And she's set in like 1980. Yeah. Is that every time he got caught uh, messing around? I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, it seems like a, uh, look, Magic Johnson, you know, I, I, I was talking about He doesn't Eric. like the way they're portraying them either. Am I right? Yeah, I know. But I think objecting to the. Yeah. I know Kareem is. I know. Everybody's uh, objecting to it, right? The Magic's only... got his own documentary on Apple TV now. Is that uh, right? That's right. I heard it's good. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah, he what is it called? Come on, Cook. <laughs> Come on, Cook. I like how you just picked that out from all the. I love, I love that saying. <laughs> you just you obsess on odd things. I know. It's Tourette's. What can you do? Uh, and then uh, Apple will now sell you parts to fix your your own iPhone. You have to take it anymore. Is that oh right? right! As long as you got eyes that can look at something like that, right? Yeah, I, I can't wait to uh, try to fix my <laughs> yeah, own iPhone. Ding right. dong, Apple! I'll take come on, let's roll! Years. Come on, Tim! Ding dong! Come on, Cook! And that, yeah, come on, Cook! <laughs> oh, that works because that's the head of Apple, isn't it? Yeah. Name, Cook? Oh, that's right! Yeah. Ding dong! Look wow. at you! Wow. Wow. All right, Conway coming <laughs> Here up. Here we go! Here we go! Crozier's got the news. Come KFI, KXTHT2, yeah. Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each individual. And for organizations, LHH provides consultative support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com today. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.